Hey, what's up? My name is Jason. I'm the pastor of Church in the Wild. Thank you for joining us in the wild, where we have sermons, conversations, interests, all the things that make us who we are. Thanks for jumping on here. You matter. I'm going to read a couple of passages out of the Bible, and then I'm going to read actually part of the children's book that we wrote for this year's Christmas service. So, uh, Micah chapter 5. Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through 5. But thou, O Bethlehem Ephrata, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be the ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. He shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. In the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, they shall dwell secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. Look at the beginning of verse 5. He shall be their peace. Luke chapter 2, one of the most famous passages in all of the Bible, Luke chapter 2. And there were... And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Look at these next words. On earth, peace, goodwill towards men. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are gracious, kind, loving, just, and holy. You are our peace. You are complete peace. The Bible says that you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. When we keep our mind on you in this crazy season, we have full, complete peace. Peace that seems to pass understanding. It's a peace that doesn't make sense to people who are not believers. And we are thankful for your peace. Help us, Lord, to experience that today. We'll ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to read you, uh, this is a book that we wrote. It's called Christmas with You. It's about a girl named Ava and a girl, a boy named Liam. Ava and Liam go on this adventure with their family in an old Ford Bronco. They get stuck in a snowstorm. They meet some incredible people. And along the way, Ava gets to discover that joy and peace is found in presence. It's found in the presence of those around us. So I'm going to read you a little passage out of it. This is starting on page 16. Ava ate and talked about the presents that they would be getting on Christmas. Soon it was time to read the Christmas story by the big warm fire. They all gathered by the great big tree, which Ava kept an eye out for presents that were underneath of it. And Grandpa read the Christmas story. Ava's father told one about a little green guy who tried to steal Christmas, and Ava just could not understand why anyone would want to do that. Just as she thought the night was over, the nice lady with gray hair asked if she could read one more story. The story of the first Christmas, she called it. Ava thought that would be nice, and Liam was already asleep on Mommy, and everyone else seemed to like idea, so the nice lady with gray hair began. 
She told the most amazing story Ava had ever heard about a little baby who was born in a stable because he loved us so much that he wanted to come spend time with us. She heard about angels singing to shepherds and about how God came to earth that silent night to bring us hope, joy, love, and his presence. Ava listened wide-eyed as the lady with gray hair explained how this is what Christmas is really all about, his presence. She said it was all about God with us. As she listened, Ava decided she no longer needed any presents. She was just so happy to be with her family and her friends and to hear about Jesus that she no longer needed to have the things she thought she needed before. She loved Jesus, she decided, and felt so happy and so warm that she suddenly burst out singing a song she had heard her grandmother sing, Silent Night, Holy Night, All is Calm, All is Bright, Round Young Virgin, Mother and Child, Holy Infant, So Tender and Mild, Sleep in Heavenly Peace, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. So what Ava experienced is the same thing those shepherds experienced on that hillside and the same thing that I hope you experienced during Silent Night. I know I did, and that is peace. There's just something about a candlelight service singing Silent Night that brings peace to us. There's something about Christmas that brings peace. I am a huge fan of Christmas, clearly. I love it. I love everything about Christmas, but one of my favorite things is just the peace that it brings with it. I was uh, driving a couple days ago to my office and I was listening to Brad Paisley's Christmas album and it was snowing and I was singing along at the top of my lungs driving through the snow in complete and wonderful peace. Which is funny because the reason I love the Brad Paisley Christmas album, I believe it's the best one of all time, uh, the reason I believe so is because 14 years ago I was driving to Columbus to meet my wife. We were to go on our very first official date. We went on this date. It was amazing. I felt like this complete whole peace. And on the way back, I was so happy that I was like, I'm going to listen to Christmas music. And I listened to the entire Brad Paisley Christmas album on the 4th of July, driving through Ohio and Indiana. So it's the best Christmas album of all time. It gives me peace. Christmas brings us peace. And in the passages we just read, Jesus is prophesied in Micah as somebody who would be our peace. When the shepherds come to talk to, or the angels come to talk to the shepherds, they say on earth, peace, goodwill to men. And peace is a really, really, really interesting thing. Peace is an interesting word. It has two big words for it. One is Greek and one is Hebrew. The first one is Hebrew. It's called shalom. It means wholeness, completeness, soundness or welfare. The idea of the Hebrew word for peace is that it is complete, whole peace. It's not a peace that we just feel when things are going right. It's actually a peace that we feel even when things are going wrong. It's a peace that says, I am completely, wholly at peace. It's not just physical peace. It's spiritual peace mental and emotional peace all together. The Hebrew word is a really interesting word to, as well. It means quietness, contentment, rest, silence, and to tie together into a whole. The idea of this, this word is that when we have silence and rest and contentment, 
we are finally made whole, so much so that we are tied together in peace. Peace takes us and ties us together into peace. It makes us experience peace even when the whole world around us is chaotic. Peace, really, the biblical, entire biblical definition of peace is that peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is the presence of God within the conflict, which is a really good thing because in this year we know that there is conflict. And typically what people think of peace, when we think of the American way of peace, we think, well, we're not at war with anyone, so we must be at peace. The Bible says, even in the midst of a global pandemic, an economic shutdown, a financial crisis, hard times, struggles, and conflict, we have this peace and we feel tied together even in the middle of that. Even in the middle of crazy, difficult hours and times, we have this peace that doesn't seem for anyone else to be able to understand. This is the peace that helps us get through this when everybody else dissolves. This is the peace that says, yeah, you know what? I'm in conflict and it doesn't feel great and I'm not loving this year, but I know I'm gonna get through it because I have God with me. That's the idea of peace. And that's the idea of Jesus being on this earth. What's cool about this is Jesus physically came to give us that peace. He gave us peace in his physical presence. Now, he could have, because he's God, could have figured out a way to do it another way. Like, I could have figured out, I'll give you peace, I'll sing a song, you'll hear it from heaven every night. When you hear this song, someone's singing, you'll feel at peace. I'll write a book, I'll write this, or I'll write it on the moon, peace. <laughs> like, I'll give you something like that. But he actually came and gave us his physical presence, which we'll talk about in a minute, but it's also a really good reminder for those of us who are here right now that peace is found in presence. The greatest present that you can give your family this holiday is to be physically present with them in the middle of the holiday to be physically present with them, to be in the moment with them, to be there, to be present. See, we're often around, but we've got seven TVs on and six phones, and we got all this stuff going on, so much so that we miss the moment. But here's the truth. Your kids will remember your presence long after the batteries wear out of that present that you bought them. Your kids will remember your physical presence long after the bicycle tire goes flat, after the, the remote is lost, after the toys are broken and the clothes don't fit, your kids will remember you and your presence. I can tell you so much more about the presence of my family at Christmas than I can about the presents that I unwrapped that were there on Christmas Day. I can tell you about my Aunt Cheryl who makes punch every Christmas and the way she made punch, I can tell you the exact way she made it, which was never by, oh, you do one cup of this, one thing of this, one of this, one of this. She made it by, nope, not good enough, gonna make it again. 
Nope, going to add more sherbet ice cream. Nope, going to add more of this until she got it exactly how she wanted it. I can remember how she looked, how she made it. I can remember every detail. I can remember every detail of breakfast or brunch at my family's house and how my dad would act and the things he would say and what my mom would bring out and the food. I can tell you every detail of Christmas Eve and how we would drive around and look at presents and I can't tell you about every present that I opened, but I can tell you about the presence of my family. I can tell you about my grandfather who one Christmas was the last Christmas we got to celebrate with him. He's told us, I don't want anything for Christmas except for sweatpants. <laughs> he said, I'm so tired of having to zip up my zipper and button my pants. I'm tired of it. I just want some sweatpants. And every one of us bought him a pair of sweatpants. He got 17 <laughs> pairs of sweatpants on Christmas Day. He just kept opening. Every time he would open it, we'd yell, sweatpants. I can remember driving around looking at lights. I can tell you every detail of the presence of my family. Your spouse will remember whether or not you are present long after the socks you bought them have holes in them or the robe gets frayed or lost. Your parents will remember your presence and whether or not you were present with your parents long after the picture frame is broken. The girl that you have a crush on will remember your presence long after whatever it is you bought her and somebody else did too is gone. Heartbreak, I know. Presence is peace. Peace is not found, and I'll just buy my kids more presents and hope that they have a good Christmas. Peace is found in your family feeling peace because of your presence. Your presence and you being present in the moment. So it's a reminder to us not only that Jesus came to save us through his physical presence, but also that we should live and love like him by being physically present when we are present. By putting down the phone. Look, there is a whole world in front of us. And this is what we see of it. This. I can't see any of your faces right now. And at holidays, it's time to put down the phone and be present. Shut the TV off. Be present. Watch your kids unwrap the presents. They will remember that long after that, that reel that you just had to make is gone and faded away. They will remember your presence. So be present. But this Christmas, if you're looking for peace, don't only be present, but be still. Be still. The shepherds, when they, when they came to the, the angels, when they came to the shepherds, said to them, behold, which is this really cool word. It, word, it means stand still and be in awe. And the idea of it is, is that you will not be in awe unless you stand still to see what God is doing. And sometimes we miss out on holy nights because we refuse to have silent nights. Because we are so consumed in this current day and age with rushing, 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 rushing that we miss out on the silent and the holy moments. The truth is silent nights lead to holy nights. There's holiness that's found in silence. There's divine moments that's found 
in the quietness of the midnight. There's divinity experienced in silence. Yes, there's a lot of great things going on. There's so many Christmas specials you can watch and so many great songs. And we're going to have more good songs in just a minute. But take time this year to be silent, to just pause and say, I'm going to be quiet for just a moment to experience the holiness of God. I'm going to behold, I'm going to stand still and be in awe. So be present and be silent because peace is presence. Peace is presence. God brought us his physical presence and that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about the presence of us gathered together right now and those who you love being around you and the presence of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Christmas is all about that. That's why we picked every song that we picked this year. Because we wanted to remind you of two things. Number one, if you have presence of those you love around you, you are blessed. And it is a great year. No matter how hard the pandemic may be, no matter how difficult the economic shutdown may be, no matter how difficult times might be, if you have the presence of those around you, you have everything you need. And because of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and his physical presence on this earth, you have everything you need not only for today, but for eternity. You have everything you need for salvation. And that's what Christmas is. Christmas is a time to be present and to be still and to celebrate the fact that Jesus came to this earth not only to be born, but to die, to pay the punishment for our sins. Because we were at enmity. It's a really weird Bible word. Enmity means we were enemies with him. We were at odds against him before he came to this earth to save us. And he could have done it in a lot of different ways, but he came to give his physical presence. So I'm going to ask you guys to stand to your feet right now. We're going to sing a couple more songs in just a minute, but I want to give you a longer invitation time. I'm going to ask you to make some decisions in just a moment. And I'm going to ask you to raise your hand to make that decision. But just in a moment, just right now, would you be still? Would you be present? Would you forget about lunch? Would you forget about shopping? Would you forget about football? Forget about the selection that's going on at noon. Forget about it. Forget about politics. Forget about viruses. Forget about vaccines. Forget about the world right now. And be present in this moment. The creator of the universe has a message to give to you. So be present in this moment. Think about this for just a minute. You can bow your heads, you can close your eyes. If you're married, the creator of the universe stretched time, he stretched the fabric of society. He moved light. He moved beings. He stretched and moved the world to bring you that person. If you have children, he created something out of nothing. If you have parents, he's given you time with them. 
you have loved ones, he's given you a short, brief moment. The Bible calls life a vapor. It's here today, it's gone tomorrow. So would you decide to be present with those around you this year? Would you make Christmas the, this year, 2020, where you, the year where you are fully present, where it's no longer about Christmas presents, it's longer, it's now about the presence of those you love. Would you raise your hand if you'll decide with me? I gotta raise my hand. I will be present this year at Christmas. I will be present this year. This will not be the year that my phone distracts me. This will not be the year that I am distracted by society. This will not be the year where culture and the world and all the things around me take my presence away. I will be present. Would you raise your hand? Good. Good, good, good. You can lower your hands. How about this one? This one is a little bit harder. I will be silent this year. I will create a space. I will create a place. If it's 5 a.m. in my closet, if it's going for a walk without my phone, if it's 10 minutes with my family where we just read scripture together, if it's we all get on our knees and we pray for five minutes, I will figure out some way that I will be silent this year because silent nights are what lead to holy nights. Would you raise your hand with me on that one? I got my hand raised. I got to figure out a way to be silent this year. You can lower your hands. You might be a believer. And sometimes at the birth of Jesus Christ, we think about everything and everyone else besides the birthday boy. We forget all about his presence. Christmas becomes about fruit punch or fruit cake. Comes all of these different things. Will you decide with me today, I will celebrate the presence of my Savior. I will make Christmas 2020 all about the presence of the one who gave his physical presence to me. Would you raise your hand with me? It's awesome. That's good. You can lower your hands. Last question. You might be someone who you believe in Jesus. It's Christmas. You believe in God. But you've never accepted the gift of his presence into your soul. There's never been a moment where you asked Jesus Christ to save you and to dwell in your heart. This is an important moment, so be present and still in this moment. The creator of the universe wants to have a relationship with you so much so that when we were enemies with him, all have sinned, the Bible says, in short of the glory of God. Every one of us has sinned. We've all failed him. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He came to this earth, not only to be born in a manger, but to die on a tree, to pay the punishment of our sins, the sins that separate us, the sins that keep us short of the glory of God. He came to pay that price for you. If you would like to accept that gift and receive eternal life in heaven, avoiding hell and gaining heaven and the presence of God, the creator for all eternity. Would you raise your hand right now? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are good. You are peace that passes all understanding. 
we keep our minds and our thoughts on you rather than on politics and all the craziness going on around us, but instead if we are present with you and if we are still, we can experience this peace that seems to make no sense. Help us, Lord, to be present. Help us to be in the moment, not worried about our past, not worried about guilt from things that happened 10 years ago and not consumed with fear of what's going to happen tomorrow, but be present. Help us to be present right now. Help us to be still right now. Help us, Lord, to remember that the best present we could give our family is our presence. And help us, Lord, to have this silent moment that will lead to a holy moment with you. We'll glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen.